stepping stone and it was like if i don't do this i'm gonna be old and gray and living off the government and i just didn't want that for myself from money fit by drs it's the money fit show your weekly podcast about real difficult money stories overcoming financial obstacles and tips for building healthy money habits today's episode, we hear from Up The Gains founder, Sammy Ellard-King, who shares his 27-month journey from student and credit card debt to debt freedom. I'm your host, Todd Christensen. Please stick around. My life is very much like Monopoly. Sammy Ellard-King from London, England, is the founder of Up The Gains, Money Made Simple, and director of KG Hospitality. He's been in hospitality for over a decade and recently took the plunge into his own financial freedom business. His mission is to bring financial literacy to the world in a fun, candid, and approachable way. And it is my pleasure to welcome you, Sammy Ellard King, to the Money Fit Show. Hey, Tyler, thanks for having me on. I, it's great to have you. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. Uh, as, uh, as the bio mentioned, you are, um, in uh, over in England for, uh, for our standard listener over here in, in the U.S., but it's great to have you here. I'm um, excited to, to to have this conversation. Are you Me ready too. for your uh, opener qu- opening question? Let's do this. Okay, so a uh, question that I've been asking a lot of my guests lately: If you could go back to thank a teacher, coach, or mentor from primary, maybe secondary school, maybe even college. Uh, who would it be and why? It's a really good question. To be honest with you, I'm going to go slightly left field here. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, at, I'm actually going to say my grandfather. Um, All right. He's been a big influence on my life, like right from the beginning. So I think it would be difficult for me to choose anybody else. He was okay. such a big figurehead of our family. And he was a pioneer of, uh, of jazz music in the UK and, and oh, in the cool. US. He was one of the first to bring uh, jazz music, uh, jazz musicians from the US over to the UK. He went over to New York and changed the legislation with the with the American government at the time to allow really? uh, American musicians to fly to, to London, which was super cool um and he helped a, a very big jazz musician Arturo Sandoval escape Cuba back in the oh. 60s to Miami so um yeah I have a have a big affinity to your side of the pond as such awesome. and um but uh, yeah he he's 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 a, a big driver in everything that I do so I sort of aspire to be like him um nice. so slightly different but but yeah i can go into a teacher as well if you like that's yeah, you know a- what i'll that's all right i'll i'll just say thank you as well because <laughs> uh my favorite class in high school all the way through high school was jazz band uh jazz is always uh and one of my one of my favorite uh things to do me too uh, so that's awesome all right well sammy we've got uh, a conversation to, to to get to here about financial journeys and um to start off, if could I take you back to uh, have you set the stage for us? Um, you grew up. Uh, where, where did you grow up in England? I grew up in a place called St Albans, which is about ten minutes uh, down the road from London. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we can take the, the train into the centre of the city in about twenty-five minutes. So nice. just outside. 
Okay. Nice, quiet suburb, um, leafy green. Yeah, it was a yeah. nice upbringing. You grew up with jazz in the home, right? <laughs> jazz in the home, jazz in, jazz in the bones. <laughs> I have no right? choice. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, was, was uh, your upbringing, how did you feel? What was your, your relationship with money as you were growing up? Let me ask that question. That's a really good question. Um, you know, Bo, I think because my grandfather ran his own business and my father kind of had, you know, had to fall into his shadow as such. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my both my mother and my father, they're, they're great people, but they have a terrible relationship with money. They mm-hmm. um, they spend everything they, they earn. They have right. nice things um, because they did well for themselves in, in, in most areas of life. But you know, they don't have assets as such, you know, right. they rent, they uh, have credit card debt, like everybody else, for example. Mm-hmm. So I never really was taught the value of a pound or a dollar when I was, when I was a young kid. And, you know, that really stemmed into, to, to my later life, which I'm sure we'll touch on. Yeah. Um, do you remember growing up that, uh, did, did you, um, would you work for money when you were like a teen or did you have an allowance or both? I kind of both really. Um, you know, my granddad was big on, you know, I went to a very nice school when I was young, but when I got to a certain age, you know, he's, my granddad's a big cockney. So, you know, he speaks like, Oh, I, how are you? Like, <laughs> with the, with the full accent, you know? So, right, right. And I came home with this whole like, hello grandfather. And he was like, <laughs> right, we're not having any of that. We're putting you into proper school. So he took me out of that school and put me into a really rough school. Yeah. Um, but it absolutely molded me. And so, yeah, like for me, it was kind of that my, my real upbringing was, was there, um, you know, I had really good foundations, uh, mm-hmm. which set me up well. Um, but you know, I always worked like he, um, he, I was a maitre d' in Ronnie Scott's in Soho mm-hmm. at the age of 12. Wow. Uh, so he, he put me to work and I loved it. Like that was me. I was hooked, you know, I was like getting 20, I think I got 20 pounds my first shift. Um, which was huge for me back then. I was like, oh my God, what game can I buy? How many sweets can I get? Like, it was huge. I wanted more. I just like, I was like, oh my God, you, you can do this. This is fun as well. <laughs> and, and, and I can make money. And, yeah. and, you know, realistically, I was getting paid like something like three pounds an hour, but it was totally <laughs> cool for me at the time. You know, I just thought it was awesome. Well, that's, well, that was probably back then. It was probably about four and a half dollars an hour, which, uh, exactly yeah. it's not much yeah. unless you're a 12 13 year old kid and uh which is everything yeah right? so yeah yeah it was a lot of fun but you know i i i was uh i was brought up well like i had uh you know i, I wasn't wanting for anything um nice. but i had uh you know, there was always troubles in the family. Like I have quite a, you know, my mother and father aren't together. My my dad remarried. Mm-hmm. You know, none of my sisters are all half sisters, so we have quite a disjointed family. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's troubles in different areas of people's sure. lives. But luckily, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't. You know, really put in in poverty right. or anything like that. So that was good. yeah, very well, very then, grateful for that. So you, um, so then you head off to to college, to school, to university. Yeah, uh, away from home. Correct. Yeah. I actually moved out when I was 17. I'd, uh, you know, I was, I was 
how would I say highly strung young lad um you know ready to go and right. you know I was like let's I kind of had this taste obviously you know working in in jazz clubs at the age of 12 I wanted to go out and see the world you know I had a real hunger for it yeah and um, so I left home at 17 I worked for myself for a year I set up my own business which is uh, running events mm-hmm. um and then I, I I realized I needed to go to university so I stayed in school during during that time and uh or college as, as you guys call it and yeah. um I went away and it was like, oh my God, I have free reign of everything. Uh, you know, you guys have student loans, we have student loans, but we yeah. have student loans where they fund your life as well. Yeah. Um, so they fund, you know, your college degree, but then they also fund your rent and, and uh, you know, living as well. Right. Um, and I set, I, I basically, I, because I had this kind of entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit and money spirit within me and I kind of looked at this and I thought right I took this money and we got given this big you get big you get three big payouts a year basically uh-huh. um so I got given this money and I was like wow god let's do something with this like let's set up a business like let's get rich like yeah let's <laughs> let's leave university after one year obviously that doesn't happen right so um uh, we, we set up this rally right <laughs> exactly yeah I wasn't I wasn't that smart I wish it was but um <laughs> yeah they um what we did was 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 run events because you know i had music yeah. in my bones and it was like cool so let's put on some of the cool acts that we think are cool that other my friends think are cool but aren't available in the city where i went to university which is southampton uh which is right down down in the south of the uk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh yeah like we did really well but we spent every single penny and some you know like we were taking loans out to fund the next event because we'd spend it all on partying too hard basically yeah um, oh, so it wasn't just money going back into the business huh oh no no no, no. <laughs> like, this is the thing no value of a pound we thought yeah. we saw it as a, an opportunity to to do more than we possibly could with our student yeah. loans right and we did we had a great time but you know we i'm i left university with sort of 24 two thousand pounds thirty four thousand dollars worth mm-hmm. of debt yeah um so three years of, of hard party will do that to you yeah. um yeah. but we had a great time and look I, I learned some of the greatest life lessons that i will ever learn as a human being right during that time you know it set me up to be who i am today and uh you know i wouldn't i, I personally say that that that, that, that thirty four thousand dollars was my life education and would i do it again absolutely um probably wouldn't do it the same way but would i do it again yes finance um, a little more creatively maybe yes exactly probably probably keep some of the money that we spent uh, but um you know that's that's what it is but unfortunately what happened from there is that it spiraled right yeah, so i'd okay. come out of university and i'd gone back to london um moved back into the family home briefly and I was hooked on that lifestyle as such because I was running events. So, right. you know, my, uh, and I was working in music, managing acts and, and performing in places myself as well as a DJ. Mm-hmm. So it just spiraled from there. And, you know, even though I had a really good job, I kind of came back and worked my way up into be one of the heads, uh, youngest heads of marketing in the UK in the hospitality business mm-hmm. at 25. I still, just spend everything I earned. Um, right. And I just had this real bad relationship with money. You know, I take one credit card out to fund the other credit mm-hmm. cards interest mm-hmm. and it would just go, go that uh, spiral out of control from there. So 
um yeah i never really i never really could get out and um, which was uh which was a bit crazy at the time yeah so it, it sounds like it sounds like fairly similar to to the u.s where student loans are um at least in theory they're they're for education related expenses but that could include rent and you know housing and and um and uh, technology and a few other things. When we get out of college, when you get out of college, was there a certain amount of time that you had? Because were the, the the loans were they subsidized? Were you having to pay interest while you were in college? So just to, it's a lot more than that when you add in student loans. So in the yeah. UK, um, we don't pay it back until you are earning over a certain threshold. Right. So. For example, in the UK, you have to, I think it's 21,000, it was lower. Um, and that basically means you start paying back a small percentage. It's not a lot. It's like, you know, $150 for you guys a month, right, out of your paycheck. But it comes immediately out of your paycheck, so you don't even see that money. Oh, you, okay. Um, so when you factor in the student loan, it's probably another sort of 40,000, 50,000 worth of dollars on top of that extra debt. So we're talking sort of $80,000 here. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a big chunk of change. Um, but because that money's kind of held off in another side of, you know, you just don't see it. It comes out your paycheck. You don't really think about it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's still debt and there's still interest on that debt as well, which fluctuates as well with the rising interest rates mm -hmm. of the central bank. So you're in this kind of some people, like, for example, right now in the UK, my sisters have student loan debt. The interest rates are rising, mm -hmm. which is causing the interest, the amount they pay back on their loans right now, which is awful. You know, let's say they pay back 150 pounds, the interest is 200 pounds. So every month they're becoming more and more and yeah. more and more in debt. Um, so hopefully they do something about that soon, but yeah, so it's, it's extra debt. Um, so yeah, it sits, it sits quite separately. Yeah. Uh, what was causing more trouble, a credit card debt or the student loan debt? Well, the student loan debt, as I said, I didn't really see it. You know, mm -hmm. you see it on a pay slip. Right. So you just sort of go, okay, cool. That's paying that. So great. You know, you, I it never shows, really shows checked the, it. Uh, the balance going down each month. Hopefully. It doesn't even show that. No, oh, really? you, you literally get your employer's pay slip and it says, hey, you owe, you know, X, you paid X amount in tax, X amount in national insurance here, which is covers our, you know, and it, national health service. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and then you get um, student loan repayment and it just says a number and you just go, oh, okay, cool. And you, you kind of no factor idea how it long in. It's going to be, take, uh, I mean, no. you, you have an idea, you could look it up, I would imagine, but. You can log in and look up. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I definitely did that eventually, but it yeah. was, yeah, at the time you were just like, okay, cool. That's covered. Don't have to worry yeah. about that. At least, at least I'm yeah. paying that off. Uh, I've got other things to worry about, you know? So, right. um, and so, yeah, um, there's a very separate amount of debt. So the main worry for me was once the, the sort of big debt was, was just either stagnating because I couldn't get rid of it or was growing because I was, funding a lifestyle that was, was too, was too much. Mm -hmm. How, how did you um, approach or when, when did a moment happen or something eventually happened where you said, okay, I think this is enough. I got to do something differently. 
Yeah, so I'm really lucky. Like a couple of my friends are, um, they work, they, you know, they set up their own business. Um, one of them now uh, runs and owns a whole university uh, mm. range of, actually he's got three universities now. I mean, he's he's doing very well for himself. And it was right. this friend. Um, so he turned around to me and said, oh, my brother's 30th in a few weeks. Do you want to come away with us? We're going to Vietnam. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, great. That right. sounds great. And deep down in my mind, I was like, how am I going to pay for this? Like, right. um, and so I took out a really bad credit card loan, um, which the intro, the interest rate on it was awful. Um, but that funded my flights and got me out there. And then I spent my paycheck the fun being out there mm-hmm. and then you know by bearing in mind you know my friends knew nothing about any of my debt I lived my life like and it was very it was a secret it was deep like deep deep secret not even my girlfriend knew how bad it was yeah, not yeah. my parents nobody um and then I broke down on this beach to my friend and I was like like what do I do like how do I do this and he was like you need to go back to the start like he 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 said to me something that lives with me forever. And this is what's been driving me since was mm-hmm. he said, uh, when do you want to retire? Do you want to retire uh, anytime before the actual average age, which over here is 65, 66. Right. And I said, I don't want to work until I'm 65, 66. He said, right. Okay, cool. How much do you spend a year? And I went, Oh, it's this much. And um, he said, right, cool. So, when do you want to retire? And I said, look, I'd love to retire like mid forties. He said, but when do you want to live to? And I was like, okay, cool. And, you know, added up to 40 years and you times that amount by 40 years. And then he said, do you have that amount? And I went, no. Um, And then I burst out. I was like, I'm in so much debt. And he was like, you need to change your relationship with money. Like if you, if you want that and that's what you need to get to, then that's how much you're going to need to get me. And I was like, wow like oh my god and a spark went off in my mind yeah and i was like okay cool how am i gonna do this like what am i gonna do um so i went and did this course which was by uh, quite a cool guy jd roth uh-huh. um who's a he's an investor and he has a really similar story but he was he was about $60,000 in debt and now is worth sort of 1.6 million goes around the world talking about this story and helping people achieve financial freedom from yeah. debt. Yeah. Um, and his story stuck deep within me and I did this course. It was 10 lessons an hour each. Um, and that was it. I was away. Like uh, it was targeting my, my, my bad debt. Yeah. I was going heavy. I was freezing interest on some of the lower payments and, targeting knocking one out the way and then knocking the next out the way and then taking out interest-free credit cards to knock the interest off the others while I paid down the others and it was a stepping stone and it was like it was suddenly like I was like if I don't do this I'm gonna and I'm gonna be old and gray and living off the government and I just didn't want that for myself I I always had bigger plans for myself so how was I ever going to change and so um that was what really what the big spark was um it was crazy man <laughs> it sounds like your friend basically he just did a, a financial plan for you a, an informal yeah. financial plan right there on the beach on on the beach in vietnam yeah yeah after about three in the morning so <laughs> you know if that doesn't spark somebody's uh, financial or uh, entrepreneurial spirit right there there's a there's an idea for you go out and do financial planning <laughs> on the beach 
<laughs> you never know when this spark's going to happen yeah. inside of you, you know, like I could have gone on like that for three, four years, but I was ready, you know, and I'd been thinking about it. Yeah, I'd already done some Google searches and looking like, how do I do it? And I've written a, I'd written a really bad budget, not stuck to it, kicked myself for it. And I think that's really important. Like you have to be ready because yeah. if you've got bad debt and you're growing and it's growing or you like, you can't get yourself out of it or you feel like you have to buy these sort of things, then only you can be ready for that. And I think it's really important if you, you know, I, along that journey, you know, it took me 27 months. I paid off pretty much most of that debt. Mm-hmm. Um, during that journey was I fell a few times, you know, I, yeah. you know, I would do something that was, I was, you know, not, it was against the rules of getting rid of the debt or in my own head, for example, and I'd kick myself, but I wouldn't let it beat me up because if you do that, then suddenly you're back on the path and you're going back down that road. And the the journey that you took had just gone, basically you've just done a U-turn, Yeah. but you know, cars veer off the road and, or go around the roundabout the wrong way for a few times, but then hopefully you get back on the right path. Right. right? And yeah, hopefully. And sometimes and, forced know, by yeah, back on the right path. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, I mean, that you look back at that moment on the beach that must have been really hard to to admit that uh, for for most people, personal finance is just that it's very personal. Yeah. What? Yeah. What was it? The. What, why do you think you were were so ready at that point? I mean, or, or was it the person? Was it him that you he was he you had seen what he was doing or? Um, he, he's done. He, he, he. I'll be flatly honest. You know, I, I in a lot of ways at the time aspired to be like him mm-hmm. you know he, he he seemed to have what i would say had it all at the time when we were sort of 25 26 years old he he was a successful investor in the stock market he had a successful business that he'd set up and run you know mm-hmm. he, he'd done all the things that i wanted to do eventually um, yeah. but done them so well at that young age so even though he was a great friend and we had a lot of great times, which were nothing about who he was um, uh, outside of our friendship. Um, You know, he was the right person to tell me because if there was anyone that was doing it right, it was him. So, you know, if you're not going to listen to him, then who are you going to listen to? So, um, I mean, if somebody else uh, had, had told you the same things, it may may not have felt, felt right or felt, felt the same. No, I would have probably ignored it. Like it, it has to be, it ha- as I said before, like it has to be the right moment. It has to be yeah. the right spark for you. And that can come in so many different forms. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person. It can be a moment yeah. um, that happens to you and you go right enough. Um, and I think that if that happens to you, then, then, then great and embrace that moment. And um, I think, you know, if you get, kick we all have it and if there's a rare rare occasions in our life that it does does happen to us sometimes we take it on board and sometimes we don't but when it happens to you and you've got troubles which are affecting your everyday life then seize that moment i I think that's really important and you you found jd on your own or was somebody uh, refer you to his stuff i started googling financial freedom um, like financial freedom books and mm-hmm. um, uh, personal finance, budgeting, all of this stuff. And he, he I was massive on podcasts back then as yeah. well. So uh, I, I listened to religiously to podcasts or, and I, I still do today. Yeah. 
um, and his book was an audible version. Um, so the course I could sit there and listen to it when I was traveling into work or on my lunch break or, um, you know, I'm a big fan of maximizing time. So yeah, yeah. that for me was, was huge. So, um, yeah, that's, I, I, it was a, literally a Google and I stumbled across it. I think it was like a recommendation and yeah. had five stars and I read the, the, the bio and was like, Oh my God, that's me. <laughs> so he's talking to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was super cool. Um, and I still follow him to this day. He has a fantastic blog, which yeah. I, I encourage people to go and read because um, yeah. it's, it's really funny. It's, yeah. he's, he's, he's a good writer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I just, I think it's so, um, I don't know, it's just amazing how moments, how in a moment, you know, whether you were just on the beach or whether it's just that Googling and you found uh, a course. I mean, I certainly there's many courses out there that would have been good for you, but uh, none of them happen if you're not in the situation to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. And life has been rosy there. ever since, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I wish. I mean, look, I, you know, we've, I've been working hard to get to where we are and, you know, it was, I made a big deal about this, by the way. I told everybody, and I think that's really important as on, well. While you were like, on the journey, or uh, after you finished, after you got rid the of the whole it? way, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm close with my family, luckily, and I went and told them. Um, you know, I opened up a little bit and said what was going on and what I was going to do about it. And, and when I got debt free, I told them what I was going to do from there. Because getting debt free is one thing; mm-hmm. it's what you do after that that makes mm-hmm. the difference. Um, and I think investing from there was for me, I, I was like hooked. I was like, let's go. Yeah. And uh, so I've kind of taken my family and, you know, f- on this whole journey with me. Um, and it's been, it's been great because now, you know, they've turned corners themselves. Um, they, they taken my advice from investing and, have, mm-hmm. you know, bought a car or, or something like that, which I think is, it's amazing. Um, you know, my sister's some way on to getting her first home. So, nice. you know, there's, there's lots I can take from this. Um, yeah. And, you know, this kind of where it's led me, you know, I've worked in hospitality for years and years and years, but it's very unforgiving. Um, you know, I run my own business with a couple of friends of mine. You know, we, it's, you're only as good as your next day. Right. Um, so, you know, might have an amazing Saturday night, but if Sunday's awful, you're down in the dumps, next yeah. day you're up, next day you're down. Mm. And it's it the, it doesn't fill the hole in me as much as it used to. Um, I still love it to bits, but um, changing people's lives financially for me is, if, you know, if I can do that from one, for one person or a million, um, I... You know, I light up inside. It really changes things in the way that I see the world. Um, so that's why we're here today to sort of chat about these things. Yeah. And so, you know, what, think it's what awesome. are you doing? What is up up the gains? Money made simple. To, uh, what is that? How is that? Um, uh, how is that helping those that one person at a time to make a difference in their money? Yeah, it's a good question. So, you know, it's kind of come around from from helping friends and family. And then during the pandemic, um, 
we uh, a friend, a couple of friends of mine that had sort of been I'd, I'd set up with their investment accounts um, and a few few bits of advice for them along the way. We were chatting on a friendship group of ours, and we we were like, "Let's get all the people that were that you've helped into a WhatsApp group." And I was like, "That's a good idea, actually," because mm-hmm. we were sitting around doing nothing, right? And it kind of grew from there, and it grew so big that um, you know we had two hundred forty six people, which was the limit on the whatsapp group uh-huh. and i was my phone was going off at 24 7 and i was like hang on there's a business here <laughs> like i, I should really kind of some just, sort yeah i just just kind of empty my mind into something which is going to help these people because they're all from beginners to intermediates asking questions related to things and i have to give them a whole answer and actually there's a great post there or, or an article about how to change your life or how to invest or what's a dividend or these types of things. Right. So um, it really came from that. And then what my research showed me, you know, I'm a marketing guy, so I'm heavy on branding. I love writing. I love visual uh, learning. Um, And so everywhere I looked and everywhere I went online to learn myself had always been quite stale as such. So like a, mm-hmm. a lot of your finance is not an enjoyable topic for some people. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it does come across in a lot of the books that are written. Trust me, I've read them. Right. They're not enjoyable, but you know, I know I wanted to learn. So I stuck with them and a few of them I've had to put down. So I thought, well, hang on a sec. There's not really anyone that's gone through this and written and created something where People can come because when you, when I, you know, if I was just starting out and I went onto a lot of these websites, they talk to you in a way that has kind of, um, they kind of talk down to you, yeah. you know, yeah. they kind of feel like they're written by this higher power. Like, you know, we know more than you, whereas I approach it very much from a, like, I've just learned this and I think this is super cool. And here is everything you need to know about this guys. Do you know what I mean? So I talk to them like friend, like a friend. um, And I really want that to like somebody on WhatsApp. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So that's exactly where it stemmed from. So, and and it's kind of grown from there and we, you know, we've created, created the website, the ebook off the back of it. Um, and we're just really growing and helping everyone that we can, you know, so it's awesome. You know, some already some really cool success stories from, from people changing their budgeting habits or saving habits and, and putting money to work in the stock market, which is fantastic. So that's really cool. So condensing, I mean, I, not impossible, but um, you want to come up with one piece of, of financial advice you want to you want to share with our listeners given given your uh, the story that you've shared and where you're at now what's one thing you'd say hey if, if there's one thing you take from this conversation this should be it <laughs> i love listen that. to the conversation again how's that <laughs> yeah go back and start from the beginning uh yeah Okay, so I think saving and investing is important. And so a lot of people see that saving is just one thing that they'll do and investing is a higher power that nobody can do. Uh, I think it's complete nonsense. I think you should be doing both. And I think there's a really separate way of doing that. So for example, I will have saving, I believe that you should have an emergency fund set aside for those financial inconveniences, which hit us left, right, and center throughout life. We all get them, but you don't want them to be an inconvenience. You just kind of want to go, oh, okay, cool. I have the money to pay for that. Uh, It's not a big deal, right? And that's what your savings should be for. 
Um, and then investing is about improving your financial status um, to be able to make better decisions later down the line. So whether that be you want to buy your first home, you want to retire early, whatever that goal is, all unique to you. Um, so I think that's really important to, to take away. If you, when you save, you should also invest. So split your money accordingly. You know, when you get paid, pay yourself first and pay yourself into your savings and your investment account first before you pay your household bills. I think that's really, really important. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's what I would take away. I, I think that's that's great, great point. Uh, unfortunately, so many, even financial advisors, uh, use the two words um, indistinguishably in their minds, and so it confuses people. And they just hear, "I'm saving for the future. I'm supposed to be saving in the stock market." And it's completely saving and investing are are, are very different, have very different purposes. You're right. Exactly. But both pivotal. Uh, yeah, as I see it. absolutely. So Sammy, how, uh, where can our listeners find you online? If they want to, they want to connect with you. Yeah. So we're at upthegains.co.uk. Um, so you can check out the website there. There's tons of free resources available, blog posts, um, investing for beginners sections, which can start right from what is a stop or what is investing right the way through to some more in-depth uh, analysis of, of the stock market. So, you know, we try and give our readers everything um, they need to be, to keep, to build the confidence. We, we encourage reading other, um, other websites and other books and, you know, where it's not about just us, it's mm-hmm. about starting someone on that process. So yeah, up the gains, or you can get us on Instagram at up the gains money. Um, yeah. Great. So we're there. Great. I'll definitely, those will be in the show notes. I uh, encourage uh, my listeners to check those out um, and, uh, and visit, visit your site. Sammy Ellard King, it's been a pleasure to have a, this conversation uh, today. And I really appreciate your willingness to share your journey with our listeners. Uh, thanks, Todd. Thanks for having me. It, you are very welcome. And to our listeners, thank you for uh, joining us today. I do uh, invite you to take advantage of our podcast archives at moneyfit.org slash podcast. We have a lot of free financial uh, resources ourselves at moneyfit.org slash academy. And do please subscribe to this, uh, hit the subscribe link there, click the like button and share this with somebody in your life who is on that um, allegorical beach, uh, needing somebody to uh, to just give them that little extra bit of information to make them make help them get on that new journey. So, until the next time, please stay money fit and stay well. Mm-hmm.